Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Anthony C. Ferrante, director of Sharknado. Hi, this is the voice of BattleBots, Mark Biro. This is Seth Shostak, senior astronomer at the SETI Institute. Hi, this is Brad Steiger. Hello, my name is Matt Simon. I'm a science writer at Wired Magazine and author of the new book, The Wasp That Brainwashed the Caterpillar. This is Frank Joseph. I'm the author of an essay in the latest book, Lost Secrets of the Gods. Hi, this is Linda Godfrey, author of American Monsters. Hello, my name is Robert Salas. I'm the author of Unidentified, the UFO Phenomenon. Hi, this is Nick Redfern, the author of Close Encounters of the Fatal Kind. Hi, my name is Bob Luca. And my name is Betty Andreessen Luca. Hi, this is Jesse Proofus, the producer of JFK, The Smoking Gun. Hello, this is Marty Langford. I'm the director of Doomed, the untold story of Roger Corman's Fantastic Four. Hi, this is Kevin Randall, author of Alien Mysteries, Conspiracies, and Cover-Up. Hi, this is Tracy Roberts, founder of I'm Jeremiah Bomek, the producer of The Real of Horror. Hi, my name is Bill Hall, author of The World's Most Haunted House. Hi, this is Micah Hanks, and I'm the author of the book The Ghost Rockets. And you're listening to Emmy on the Graveyard Shift talk show, blogtalkradio.com. Anything else because it's the greatest, right? 
Like, what? Why would you even want? In fact, I could just end everything, and then you wouldn't have anything to listen to. But then I'd have to be evil, like the like the character of the movie that we're talking about today. Ah, see how I connected it? You see how I did that? Guys, welcome to the Graveyard Shift Talk Show. This is season nine, nueve, episode cinco five. Tonight's episode is called Nick Hunt Goes to His Safe Place for Some Unsafe Horror. <laughs> and what exactly does that mean, right? What exactly is that? Um, so what we're doing tonight is we're bringing in uh, a very, very cool guy, a director, who is name is Nick Hunt. And he is directing a film called Safe Place. And this film is being done right here in Florida. Now, before I introduce him, before I introduce him, I want to tell you that you guys know that I'm all about Florida film. Okay, you know, and, and not just Florida film, Florida anything entertainment related about our state. Not just Tampa, anything about Florida. And yes, I also am very at really I'm adamant about film, period, but of course I'm going to be enthusiastic about my home state. So here's the thing. Nick is doing something rather impressive with this film, okay? Now, he's a filmmaker. He's based out of Central Florida. He's getting ready to shoot his debut horror feature next year in 2018 called Safe Place, and he's also creating several other projects. So I want you guys to put your hands together, and let me see if I can – I know I got this. I know I got this. Here we go. Here we go. Put your hands together. Because, ladies and gentlemen, here is Nick Hunt. Nick, how you doing, buddy? Hey guys, how are we doing tonight? I'm doing, I'm doing great. Welcome to the craziest talk show you'll ever be on. Sweet man, so, you know yeah. I, I like crazy. I do crazy. Well, that that's good because th- that's what we are here. Um, so Nick, I want to first of all, I want to tell you thank you for taking the time to uh, come on. I know you're a busy guy. I mean, all all filmmakers are. Trust me, I know. And I want to first of all, I want to <laughs> congratulate you. Because one of the things that I've learned recently is that doing a film or really a TV show or anything is insane. I mean, I'm going through my own stuff with my animated series. I can't even imagine how crazy it must be to do a feature film. So um, we don't typically do live interviews on the air. We usually pre-record them and and do, you know, then play them later. So, but I wanted to give you a special privilege you know, and um, oh, so why don't you. we, yeah, of course. So I wanted to welcome you, and could you tell us a little bit about yourself and about this film? Tell us about the story. Why Why did you decide to make this film specifically? And then maybe give us an idea, what is Safe Place about? Well, you know, uh, me, myself, um, I sort of fell into the filmmaking industry. Um, it's not something that I have done a uh, majority of my life. I've actually mostly been in the restaurant and hospitality and, and customer service industry. And uh, quite a while ago, about 10 years ago, I wrote this little movie um, that ended up turning into Safe Place. And I had no idea that it would be the, the monster that it is right now. And, and, you know, one of the fastest growing brands here in independent horror and, um, you know, safe place at the end of the day is, is uh, it's, it's a movie that's going to be very different for the fans. 
Um, we are taking the classic slasher movie, and we are filling in the holes, so to speak. We are going back and looking at all of the aspects of the slasher that made it great, and then looking at the things that need to be improved upon. You know, So in this movie, we're giving you great characters that you love and a story that you can actually care about and characters that you care about. Then you're also getting 150% practical effects, and um, you're also getting those horror cliches thrown out of the door. You're not going to see people that are making stupid decisions now. You're not going <laughs> to see people that are falling all over themselves and right, you know right. the experienced gymnast that no longer knows how to run. No, you're going to see smart people that are put in jeopardy and will either come out alive or, you know, go out of this world fighting. And I think that's a unique sort of uh, approach that you've never really seen in a slasher film before. No, definitely and, um, not. Definitely. I oh, mean, yeah. The, the last, yeah, I mean, the last movie I can remember that, at least in my, in my generation, that really redefined the horror, and especially the slasher genre, it's, it's Scream. I mean, they yes. really pushed the envelope on that film. I mean, before that time, there really wasn't a, a slasher movie about some guy calling you and stalking you over the phone and then coming to get, you know. And, you know, as those movies, as that series, you know, went kind of did fight back a little. And, and that's something that you never saw before. I mean, now, let's face it, the way they fought back was so stupid. But right. still... It it really kind of did something that no uh, up until that point no other film has done before. So if you can accomplish, if what you're saying is true, that I mean, which I'm sure it is, and I mean I've already seen the teaser, and from what I've seen of the teaser, that looks fantastic. By the way, I'm going to play that audio for you guys later tonight during the interview. But from what I've seen of the teaser, I was already brought in. I was hooked. You know, one one of the things that I've noticed. And uh, yeah, in Florida films, unfortunately, is that it, I don't want to sound r- cruel when I say this, uh, but I'm going to be real for a minute. So I won't say any names, wow. but I will say that the majority of films I've seen that I have seen, so that doesn't mean there are others that I haven't seen, the quality is like it's good, but it's not the type of movie that I would feel to see in a movie theater. So it's like we're getting there, but we haven't gotten there yet. And I think right. the horror, yeah, you know, and I think the horror genre is is one of the genres that we can get there with, you know. And if, you know, from what I've seen, I mean, I love uh, the actress and the teaser. What What is her name? Um, Ashley Nunez, uh, who starred yeah. in All Through the House from a couple years back. That was a big festival hit. And then she's also yeah. starring in Death Ward 13 later this year. Wow. Well, I mean, she's fantastic. I mean, you really – you chose one hell of a of a person to, to do the teaser because I, I was – I mean, I really believed these things were happening to her. And um, one of the things that I thought was so believable about – or not necessarily believable, but – well, yeah, that too, but g- great about the teaser is that you didn't have, like, CGI or, or you know, like you said, campy stuff happening. You just had a very Blair, you know, forgive me for saying this, but a, a very Blair Witch-esque type scene happening where the girl was talking to the camera, 
and saying, look, this is right. happening. This guy's nuts. You know, be careful with him. But the reason I mentioned that movie is because that's what you need to go. That's what you want to go for. You want to go for that in your face like you're here with me. And that's what right. makes movies work is if the audience exactly. kind of feels like they're part of the action. Exactly. And see, a lot of people um, from the trailer have the common misconception that Safe Place is a found footage film, when in fact it's not. It's one right. of the first uh, it's one of the first grenades that I sort of throw into towards the audience that makes them uh, sort of disheveled when they're going into the project, thinking that it's something that it's not. Because um, essentially what you see in the teaser is about the halfway point throughout the film. And so oh, you're, interesting. Getting okay. essentially a, you're getting essentially a different perspective of what is happening during the film in the middle of it, in the middle of the chaos. And I think that is, you know, when I wanted to, I, I made sure when I conceived the trailer with the amazing filmmakers, Michael Epstein and Sophia Koshola over in L.A., that I really wanted to make sure to create something that was simplistic, you know, something that wouldn't give everything away, something that was in and out, you know, freak some people out and, uh, you know, just show the basics of it, man. And uh, I no, think it worked, great. you that's know. Um, I mean, it worked for me great. when I saw it. I wouldn't have guessed that that was in the middle. I, I would have thought, oh, this is how it starts. But I love that. It, I think it works even better now that you said that, that it's in the middle, I think that works even better. So let's let's okay. talk a little bit about the story. So can you give us an idea of what is Safe Place about? I mean, from what you can tell yes. us, obviously, without no spoilers. Well, safe, yeah, exactly. No spoilers, guys. Sorry. Um, so Safe Place is about six students that are attending a party to celebrate their friend's successful art show opening, who happens to be Ar Ar Ashley Mary Nunez. And their presence happens to trigger the memories of a traumatic event in the host of the party's past. And he resolves to positively impact the course of all of their lives by ending them. Mm. Now, this is the Craven character, right? Yes, this is Chris Craven. Uh, Chris he's Craven. The, yes, the, the name itself uh, was called at one point a very superhero-esque uh, uh, villain name. Okay, I like that. Okay, no, I love the name because it has, it already evokes evil. I mean, you just hear it and you can think, oh, this guy's got to be the villain. And, you know, of course, oh, yeah. Craven, you know, you think Wes Craven, you think, you know, and no, I like it. I, I like that. Okay, okay. So no, that's you're great. actually so right then... on the nose. You're, you're actually oh, right oh. on the nose, Emilio, oh, because oh. Um, awesome. the inspiration for the name is a combination of Christopher Lee and Wes Craven. Of course, there you go. Christopher Lee's one of the absolute, if not the most amazing, greatest horror movie actor of all time. I mean, other yes. uh, okay. Well, I mean, you know, there's Bela Lugosi, of course, and Boris Karloff. Those, the, but those guys are in such I mean, long You can't really compare. Yeah, you can't really compare them. But um, yeah, absolutely. Now, let me ask you this. So you you were saying that. It's a new kind of slasher film. So uh, one of the elements you said was that they fight back. Okay, so that's one element that you are going to incorporate, and that's definitely something that you don't typically see in a horror movie. I mean, yeah, sure, you'll see some struggling, but it's always the bad guy that's overpowering. So yeah. what are some other things that you feel that you've added to this without spoiling? I know this is going to be hard, but what are some other things that you might be able to tell the audience that – 
you know, might, you know, indicate that this is not your typical slasher film. Well, you're not going to see cars that won't start, cell phones that won't work. <laughs> you're, people are, people are going to have these the, conveniences the cars aren't gonna be in front alive, of them. Right? The, the cars aren't no, going to be alive, no. right? Okay, okay, okay. No, it's not a maximum overdrive sequel. Don't worry. <laughs> I was thinking um, Christine, but, you know, that too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, um, no, that's good. So you're not, you're not going to have that. Um, and then you're also, you know, you're going to see – one of the things that I made sure to do is I take full advantage of making sure to give opportunities to a multicultural aspect for Safe Place. I ninety okay. percent um, of my cast is minority based. I want to make sure that minorities are given opportunities in horror films, especially slasher films, that you don't normally see. Unfortunately, slasher films are very, very old-fashioned with the way that they cast people, even now. And I just I, I wanted an, a new day. You know, I have a lot of Hispanic actors, and I feel it's very important that you don't generally see. A lot of Hispanic actors in lead roles, especially in horror films. No, that's true. Oh yeah, and then I also have a very big, strong presence of the LGBTQ community. You know, it's something else that's incredibly important to me and inc- incredibly important to my producers in this production. That we, you know, we do something that's different and pleasing of all the communities, and something that's really, uh, really relevant, and something that's really, you know, tr- truth, truthful. That's great. Now, so this movie was it's directed by you. So did you already finish it? It's done or you're still you're still No, 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 no. No, it is yet to come. Uh we are filming it in the beginning of 2018 here. Okay. And um yeah, I mean it's 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 hard to believe that uh, we've accomplished the worldwide distribution. We, you know, we're going to be at the Dead of Night Film uh, we were at the Dead of Night Film Festival in London this past week. Uh we wow. were at the Indie Drive-In Horror Film Festival. Um, it's it's hard to believe that our trailers everywhere and that we have the notoriety that we do, but this movie isn't even finished yet. Um, wow! But yes, um, I have built quite the following for this movie even before it's filmed a single frame. No, I mean I I noticed that when I saw you know saw your your posts and everything, I just couldn't believe how many people saw the teaser, how many people have been responding. I mean it's been pretty crazy. And and just so everyone knows, oh, so yeah. he's directing this. He's Nick is directing this, but it's it's from a script by Preston Fassel. Did I am I pronouncing that name correctly? Fassel? Yes, yes, uh, an amazing novelist. Okay, and and Penny Sublime, right? Or is that yes, correct? Also, writing okay. okay, and then um, uh, as as uh, as far as this information is concerned, uh, the film stars, and of course, please correct me if I'm wrong. If any of this has changed, uh, Genoveva Rossi, uh, Ashley Mary yeah. Nunez who you see in the teaser, Lara Jean yeah. Mamert, David E. McMahon. Um, it's, actually, it's actually Lara Jean Mamere. Mamere, thank you. Uh, David McMahon. Yeah, she, 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 would, she would yell at me if I did not, con- if I did not correct it. <laughs> well, uh, hey, I definitely – and I don't want her yelling at me either. So Lara Jean Mamere, okay? Got yeah. that right. David E. McMahon, James Robert Taylor, and Kat Kemmel. Now, who play or Kat Kemet? Oh uh, no, a, no, actually, uh, a couple Kimmel? of the names there uh, are, are actually typos. Uh, they're actually oh. uh, um, people that were in, in, involved in the in the production in the past. But uh, oh, we have okay. Gregory Blair um, from the awesome okay. Garden Party Massacre and Ugly Sweater Party coming up. Uh, we have Alice Winkler 
was in Space Babes from Outer Space and Plank Face. I love that, um, love that title. We have, oh yeah, um, we have Gabrielle Ann Henry, who was in uh, Blood Widow. Um, let's see, we have Bill Oberst Jr., uh, the Emmy-winning actor who's from Criminal Minds and Circus of the Dead. Um, you know, wow, so we, we have a... Yeah, quite a, quite an ensemble oh, yeah. there. So now who plays... Oh, man, and we have, the, so, we have so many more, you know, we, we sort of have... Uh, some of the some of the greatest actors in indie film right now, you know, in, in our movie, and it's a, it's a big privilege, especially to have people like Bill, you know, who's an Emmy winning actor, and Genevieve, who's in stuff like Death House, which is being called the Expendables of Horror, and I mean, it's crazy. Wow, and and so who plays Chris Craven in this in this film? Have you ever have you cast him yet? Yes, it's uh, Gregory Blair, um, amazing character actor based out of L.A., um, who he's actually working on another project with me, uh, a short drama called Speakeasy that I'm doing also over in Los Angeles. And, so you're doing um, something uh, in addition to this. It's like, wow, that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty impressive there, my friend. It's pretty impressive. Oh, um, at, the fa- at, at the same time as I'm – Prepping to go ahead with Safe Place, I'm do I'm executing a short film all the way from Central Florida in Los Angeles. Um, I'm also prepping another feature called uh, Wonder Tales. That's an anthology movie, and then I'm also um, in the very very early stages of uh, prepping a documentary uh, that is supposed to be a 25th anniversary documentary for a famous movie that I cannot talk about yet. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's fair. That's fair. So now, I guess my next question would be, how in the world did you accomplish getting this film to the point that you've gotten? I mean, the film hasn't even been done yet, and you have already got distribution down, and all this. I mean, yeah. how did you get this? How did you do this? Well, you know, um, the the short answer is that uh, you know a person is only as strong as their team. And I wouldn't have been able to accomplish half of the stuff if I wouldn't have had the people that I have had with me, you know, a safe place. People that have stuck with me through the beginning are, are reaping the, the rewards here. And they're finally uh, noticing that um, even though I have no film school experience, uh, no business school experience, oh, I, I haven't even graduated college. Um, I've managed to do all the PR and marketing by myself for this movie. And... You know, it's it's insane. Um, I've managed to meet some incredible people and surrounded myself with some incredible people, and I've just made sure to be there for the community, and I've made sure to be there for the horror industry, and I've made sure to be there for the younger filmmakers like myself. That'll do it. And That'll do it. That, That'll do it, yeah. And that is – Yep, and that is how I built my name. That is how I, I made my mark. That's how I established myself. I came in, you know, I told myself from the beginning that if I was going to get into this industry, I wasn't going to start out like some bargain basement VHS recording, you know, filmmaker making movies with my buddies. If I was going to do now, no disrespect to anybody that starts out like that. No, of course not. Is, is that I told myself that if I was going to do this, because so little people succeed in this industry, that I want, wanted to do it right, and I wanted to make a mark. When I came into this industry, I came into it to take it over and to take over this horror industry okay. and to show people that it's a new day. 
And that, that's my goal from day one. And I've, I've made a mark. I've been able to bring some of the most, I've been able to bring some of the greatest people from some of the greatest horror films over the past five years together. And that's not even including what I'm doing with Wonder Tales. Uh, Wonder Tales is an anthology movie that I am producing and also directing a segment in. And um, it's going to involve eight of the biggest, uh, multiple award-winning filmmakers from around the entire world who are all coming together for this one anthology. And um, some of, oh man, some of the greatest filmmakers from around the world. And you, I've announced a couple of them so far. And uh, when I get to announcing the rest of them, I'm just going to break the internet. I bet you are. And, and you know, one of the things that <clears throat> I mentioned earlier, you know, I'm, I'm, the fans already know that I'm, I've been going crazy with my own animated monster uh, in my, but, you know, it's not a movie, it's a series. But one of the things right. that I've learned is that, you know, first of all, I, I do have some film school experience, but not, not enough that I would feel comfortable directing a movie. And I am actually really, really like blown away that you just told me you have zero film experience and that you are actually directing this thing because there's, you know, it's not so simple to just, yeah, you can turn on a camera and film, but there are techniques involved. There are, you know, uh, tactics and, you know, sh shots that you have to set up, you know, there, yes, you can, you can frame certain things in a new way, but even that you have, you have to have some kind of, um, background to understand before you actually go into it. So I, I am very, I'm already interested in seeing how you're going to do this and do it in a way that is going to, you know, like you said, you know, redefine this genre. Hello, Donna. Um, you know, one of the things that I've learned is that it is really hard to pitch an idea to producers and investors and things like that, because especially if they don't know who you are, nine times out of 10, they're just going to tell you no before you even get started. So the fact that you've gotten this far, I think a lot of it is like what you said. It attributes to you being there for the community and, you know, um, doing stuff to help them. And then they see that and they in turn help you. And that I think, you know, speaks a lot about you as a person, you know. So let me ask you this. So uh, on if I, if you go on the Internet Movie Database, it shows that the budget is 65000 Is that about right, or has that changed at all? Uh, well, you know, I mean, the, the budgets fluctuate. Um, you know, um, I, I can't really, I can't really, you know, as just the director of this film, I can't really speak to the specifics of the budget, you know, because, I mean, things are always changing in this industry, and especially in a film like this. So, you know, I mean, it, it could be that, it could be more. Okay. It could be less. And, and uh, I mean, I don't, I, don't, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't think it's much, I don't, I wouldn't think it's less. I would think it'd be more or around the same. Right. Because I mean, you're not, you're not just doing this for free. I mean, you're paying people to do stuff. Oh, you're no, actually, absolutely. I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I want everyone to understand Nick is not just saying, Hey guys, you know, like what he was mentioning before about buddies coming together. That's, that's not what he's doing. He's, and that's, well, quite frankly, that's not what I'm doing either. Um, you know, you've got to get people together and tell them, look, we're doing this and you're going to be paid this amount. And, um, 
you know, it's a daunting thing. It really is. And and so you've already – so then let me ask you something. You said – you mentioned about going to festivals and things like that. So did you show the teaser at these festivals? Is that what happened? And that's how people kind of got into it, or how did that work? Um, yes. Um, Justin Seaman and Zane Hirschberger actually um, contacted me. Um, they're the filmmakers that were involved with The Barn. And a uh, big festival hit this past year, and they ended up contacting me, uh, wanting to know if I would be interested in showing the trailer in front of the Indie Drive-In Horror Film Festival. And uh, I, I absolutely agreed. I mean, I myself, believe it or not, have never even been to a drive-in movie theater. And uh, so uh, it was a bit of a surprise and a privilege for me. And then recently, um, we were uh, honored as an official selection of the Dead of Night Film Festival over in London. Um, which just took place this past week, actually. And um, on October 31st, Halloween, uh, we will find out uh, if we win Best Trailer. Well, I don't see why you wouldn't. I mean, I really enjoyed the trailer. Actually, you know what? Now that I said that, let me go ahead and play it. Um, if you don't mind, is that okay, Nick? Can I play the, just the audio, obviously? Oh, absolutely, man. So, guys, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, because I know we've got people watching on Facebook. Um, I'm going to play the, um, the audio. And then if you want to watch the actual trailer, I am, hold on. I'm going to put the link on our Facebook feed. There's the link to the actual trailer. I'll just put it now on our Facebook feed. <clears throat> and you can check on that, you know, Again, open it in the tab because if you don't, you'll lose the, the feed. I mean, obviously, you can come back if you want. So, anyway, for those of you listening only live, here's the teaser audio. And uh, here we go. Hello? Hello? Can you see me? Can anyone see me? I don't have a lot of time, but if you were seeing this, my name is Lori Hughes, and I need your help. My friends and I are in a lot of danger. His name is Chris Craven. When we met him, he seemed cool, but then we followed followed him home. He's gone crazy. And babbling about death rituals and saving us from the world. And I don't even know how, how many friends of mine are still alive. And how many are... I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get out and I'm gonna save who I can. Please, if you can see this, tell someone, tell the police, anyone, tell someone, and if you run into him, don't trust Chris Craven, no, That that's some pretty intense stuff right there. Um, even just the oh, audio you. is yeah. I mean even even just the audio 
is like really, really intense. I mean, you can tell something is happening to her and like the sound effects and everything. It's like, you wonder like, what the hell is going on in this place? Like, what is this guy doing to these people? And, um, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. So, you know, one of the things that, um, I talk about on this show, especially when we interview a filmmaker is I ask them what they would advise someone that's going into this and really wants to do something similar. And, you know, I get varying answers depending on the person I speak with. So I'm curious, like if you, if someone were to approach you, uh, like maybe some of our audience members that are also filmmakers, they, they'll ask, and they've asked me already, you know, how did this guy get so big? And, you know, how did this, I mean, with a horror movie and, you know, I'm sorry, but, and I'm sure you'll agree, but horror movies are not typically, they don't typically, especially indie horror, doesn't actually make that much of an impact like you just did. So what would you advise someone to, to, to like, if they're getting started, what are some things they can do? You know, um, I, I would tell people to keep at it, and I would tell people to stay humble. And to not really, you know, um, think that they're going to be a huge success. I don't consider myself a success. I don't consider myself to ha- have done anything prominent. I'm waiting to show people what I can do and what I hope to do. Um, I have nothing really to back me up. All I can do is ask for people to trust me and listen to me and trust in the fact that I have some incredible people that are involved with my project. And hopefully if, uh, if I happen to slash, which I don't believe I will, that uh, the other people will more than make up for um, my inexperience um, and, and, my com- and the good company that I keep. And I'll tell people, you know, be there for one another. You know, don't be afraid to take the jobs that are unpaid. Don't be afraid to do nonprofit stuff. Don't be afraid to be blunt with people and reach out to people that you normally wouldn't reach out to or that you think is a celebrity. I don't know how many people in this industry that I've mentioned that I've met through the casting process of safe place or any other project that I've reached out to them. And they were, and people were like, how did you talk to this person? How did you end up getting in with them? Did you have to go through their manager? Did you talk to their agent? No, I just talked to them. I just reached out to them and said, hello and told them how much I appreciated their work and that I would love to work with them. You know, people in this industry can choose not to talk to you. People can choose not to do business with you. People can choose not to give you the time of day. But when you do something and you feel as though that you have that passion for it and that you need to exude that passion on people, then they know it and they're able to recognize that is legitimate. And that's all I've done. Um, I'm no big, no bigger or better than, or wiser than any other person on this planet. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I am only as good as the team that I've surrounded myself with. Well, that's quite a and humbling that's, that's, statement. That's, that's the key to success. That's the key to success. I would agree with that. I really, I would agree with that. You know, one of the things that I've been told time and time again by any producer that I've ever spoken with, and I mean big ones, guys, I don't mean... And it, actually, you know what? It doesn't matter whether they're big. I, I, I'm going to – I'm so sorry I said that. Forgive me for saying that. Any producer that I've ever spoken with, period, has told me time and again, surround yourself with people that know what they're doing. Because guess what? Even if you don't know stuff, they do. 
they will make your project great along with you. And they will take you under their wings if need be and teach you stuff. I've already had that happen with me. You know, I have a great partner um, with his own animation studio, and he is unbelievably talented. I mean, he's got some of the most amazing clients, you know. All you have to do is look him up. Riley Animation Studios in Tampa. Look him up and you tell me how awesome that 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 guy is in his studio because he is, he really is. Um, if you were to tell me, and I'm sure Nick would agree with this, that I would be at this point that I'm at right now where my show is in pre-production, I would be like, no, you're crazy. There's no way. If you would have told me that t- two years ago, I would have said you're crazy. There's no way it would have been improved. No way. I, 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 it's just a dream. But, you know, you've got to fight. You've got, if you are really passionate about something, like Nick is about this project, you've got to fight for it. It's not a hobby project that you have to get on off the ground. And whatever it takes, exactly. you do it, you know, within reason, obviously. You know, don't do anything illegal. But, you know – it's just that's the way it goes. That's the way. That's how you get it done. Um, Nick, are you are you planning on going to, excuse me, American Film Market, or is or or are you not? You don't need to do that. Oh, um, we're, we're not we're not um, planning on going to the to the film markets. Um, I, I don't think it's going to be something that is going to be right for us necessarily in our in our <laughs> present situation. But mm-hmm. I mean, like I said. Or, you know, the future is bright and, you know, really anything can happen, you know. Okay. But, and by the uh, way, for those of you who don't know, American Film Market is pretty much the most popular open convention type market that almost every producer goes to and production company, whether it be low budget to high budget that can afford to go to pitch or to sell uh productions and i mean if you guys have never i've never been but i've seen it you know i've seen video of it i've I've heard it from other people it's pretty astounding but um <clears throat> i actually do know a couple people that are going that's why i asked you i was curious if you were going as well um okay so when so you said you're going to film this in 2018 so when do you figure estimated i you know mind you this will be available and where can people see it well, you know, um, I, I'm I'm figuring that you know Safe Place will be available to the public sometime, probably around the second quarter of 2018. You know, but uh, who knows? It may show up sooner. It may show up a little bit later. You know, Safe Place has a way of surprising people and sort of uh, pouncing out with some of the most substantial things in it uh, at the most random times. Okay, and and where is it going to be featured? I mean, is this going to be in theaters, or is it going to be online, or or both? Um, well, you know, the the sky's the limit right now. Uh, right now, we're in the middle of uh, brokering different deals, and I can't really speak much to it. But I have a big feeling that you're going to be seeing Safe Place in a lot of different venues. Wonderful, fantastic. And if anybody wants to know any more information about it, or you, Nick, where can they go? What's that? I couldn't hear you. If any, if anyone wants to know more information about it or more information about you, where where can they go to find that information? Uh, well, you know, simply put, you can go to facebook.com slash safe place the movie, uh, where you can find links to the YouTube channel, links to the you know dozens upon dozens of interviews and all sorts of cool stuff um, in, involving the movie. 
And, uh, you know, just stay tuned and spread the fear. Wonderful. Nick, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to call in live. Um, and it's been an absolute honor and a pleasure to speak with you, sir. And I hope we get you back on here again. I definitely want to get you back on when we, uh, you, know, you know, when the film is getting closer to be released or even, even if any updates, definitely share it with us because I know our viewers are interested. They've been posting a lot about it and, um, and messaging me about it. So uh, please do share information with us. And we, we just wish you the absolute best of luck and, and, you know, keep going, man, keep fighting. And, and we just, I hope, I hope this thing goes all the way. Absolutely, man. You know, thanks so much for having me. You know, I'd love to come on again and uh, you know, you have a great rest of your night and I can't wait, you know, the sky's the limit. Absolutely. Thanks again, Nick. You take care, bud. All right. So you as well. Have a great night. Guys, that was Nick Hunt, director of Safe Place, and we want to thank him so much for taking the time to come online with us. Guys, uh, that'll be it for tonight. I'm actually getting close to the end here. I know it doesn't look like it from the time on the feed, but it is actually, believe it or not. Um, I'm already getting a message from the server that I need to get going. So I want to thank everybody for coming on. Now, next week, we're going to be playing a pre-recorded interview. It's going to be a little bit different because it's Halloween night, and it's, you know, going to be pretty big so stay on here and well not until then obviously but come back on my page and you'll see the link it's going to be me playing the interview with mark o'connell the author of the close encounters man which is all about j allen hynek so stay there stay tuned right here on the graveyard shift halloween is next week guys and we are just getting started this is emmy and until next time get me out of here nuclears <laughs>